Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 92 how to stop chasing validation from men. I have a question for you, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> how fired up I, are you this episode? <laughs> I am very fired up on this episode. Yeah. Very fired up. This is a big, big, big hot topic we're taking on right now. This is. And um, I mean, I guess we do choose the topics, so it makes sense that you would be so fired up about everything. <laughs> The passion is relentless. It's very beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk about this because, you know, of course the conversation stems way beyond validation from men. I think back to when my saboteur was running the show and I always was seeking validation from men. I also was simultaneously seeking validation from women, maybe even more than men, um, wanting to be validated by my friends, wanting to be validated by you know, anyone around me, if they told me something nice about me, then I, for a moment, for a fleeting moment, I would be like, yay, I am, you know, beautiful, or I am smart, or I'm funny, or whatever the, the validation was. It was like, it, it, but it was like building self-worth from a bottomless pit. Yes. <laughs> like, it just never, it just never was enough. And um, yeah, so of course women do this in an, in so many different ways with men, but we have, we do it with women too. And this topic came about because we're talking, right? Kate and I have clients all day long. We're in everybody's worlds and we often connect on, you know, what's going on for the people you're working with. And we come into the Facebook group with all of you. And this came about from watching how many women walk through the world, not feeling enough, not feeling like they matter, not feeling worthy and looking outside of themselves for approval for their freaking existence. And then we wonder why women don't trust themselves. We wonder why we're so afraid to tell the truth. It's because we have so many people, and this was me living outside in. And for me, that's what validation is about. We seek validation because we feel empty inside and because we've been conditioned to believe that my identity is wrapped up in the things that are outside of me, right? Whether or not I have a partner, whether or not I have children, whether or not I own property, how much money I have, and now what I freaking look like on social media, right? How many followers I have, how many likes I get, right? And all of that is even designed. I'm sure you've read this. Like there's a reason the notifications are read, <laughs> right? It's designed for everybody to get the dopamine hit so that you become addicted to that rush and validation essentially is about approval 
And when you, and I, it's interesting. Cause I think there's a, there is a level of, if we can't just throw out like not seeking validation, it's actually learning how to be surrounded by people who can actually see you. That's right. So that that's not validation. That's recognition. When people see us, they recognize who we really are. So the same, another word for it, validation from the place of, I need to have my existence validated rather than being recognized is actually a human need, yes. right? So I wanted to offer that it's not shameful. Like we're not, we're not judging you for wanting this. It's taking a look at what's actually happening, which is, wow, I have some self-acceptance work to do. And do I have people in my life that provide this for me? Rather than you're chasing it from people that usually can't. Usually you're chasing external validation from men who literally cannot see you, do not love you, aren't there for you. Or otherwise you're not caught up in those games. Yes, totally. And, and, and the, re- the, the reality is when we were little, like we're, we are constantly looking to it. Like it is a very natural thing to look. We looked to our parents to tell us like, hey, am I riding the bike? Am I doing it? Look, I'm doing it. And we are looking outside to make sure that we're, we're getting it. Um, and, and yet nobody teaches us how to look inside like how to actually give that to ourselves. And of course, whatever you're not giving to yourself, that whatever you attract in a partner or even in friends or colleagues yeah. or a boss is, is, it's just a reflection of it, something that's happening inside of you. So that's why turning the mirror around and actually getting to know where like, okay, so I keep attracting men who are really avoidant, you know, maybe they show up in some ways, but they're emotionally avoidant, or maybe they're, um, you know, just completely avoidant altogether. Maybe they're not even available. Why do I keep falling for men like that? Well, there's, there's a part of you that is avoidant, right? And we didn't, we did a whole episode on that. Every, it's always a reflection of something happening inside of you. So when you get to know your own patterns, and you get to know what's happening inside of you like there's a reason why you're attracting who you're surrounded by but if it's if it's rooted in I'm trying to get something from someone else so that I feel better so that I like if you don't have I'm 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 like feeling the energy of this it's almost like if you don't have the worth built within you and you're coming from a completely empty tank and then you're looking to everyone else to give you the worth it you'll never feel it like you'll right. feel it for a minute, you'll feel it for an hour, you'll, you, it, it'll go right through you. I remember when I didn't have, when I had that empty tank or empty whatever vessel inside of me that where my worth was just constantly depleted, I would look to other people to, to feel like, it, it, how, how's my outfit? How's my bot? Mm-hmm. Like it, if someone told me I was beautiful that day, I would feel beautiful for a few minutes, but it, the compliment would slide off me. And then I would go tell 10 people, hey, guess what? So-and-so complimented me. They said this, they said that. And it was as if I was trying to convince everyone around me, like I am beautiful or I am smart or I am these things. And my friends would look at me and be like, yeah, of course you are. What, like, what, why are you, you know, I, I, but in sharing the compliments, it was like, I wanted to tell other people. Cause of course, deep down, I didn't believe that I was. So if we're not building that worth and that belief from the inside, no matter what we get from the outside, it's never going to feel like enough. It's going to just fall right out the bottom. And then you keep searching and keep searching. And, you know, social media is just perpetuating this so much more because there's this place we can go to now 
where we can see like, am I lovable for a second? Am I worthy for a second? Am I good enough for a second? And we go and we check to see how many messages we have, how many likes we have, how many comments we have, or whatever the thing is that you do on social media. And we keep them, it's an open loophole. And like you said, like it's actually designed to be addictive. It's designed to be addictive because it's a place where they can constantly market to us. So it's like, it, 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 we are so vulnerable and so open when you're on social media and so susceptible because you're in a passive state. And so any messages that we're getting go in so deep because you're in a passive state when you're on there. But it's like this constant seeking for this thing, but it'll never be enough. Like you could have 10 million likes. It'll never be enough. You could have 10 million followers. Like I think of all the celebrities who have you know, celebrities who get on a stage, you know, with rooms of tens of thousands of people, or they get on social media and they have millions of people and they still on the inside don't feel like enough, you know, and they keep chasing these things. Like we, we might look at them and think, wow, she has it all. But I guarantee you the majority of, of, you know, performers actually don't feel their self-worth built from within, which is why so many of them suffer and feel so lonely and empty and have addictions and, and, and struggle because, because it's not built from within. It's still coming from outside, just in a very magnified way. Yes. And it, there's over and over and over again that the reason you're chasing it is because you don't feel enough. <laughs> like the antidote to this is feeling enough and building self-worth internally sourced. And that's the healing. I mean, that's what healing work is, learning how to actually do that. And of course, the things that are in the way are our conditioning, are what happened in your childhood. And I keep thinking about how at the root of the powerlessness that so many people feel is their inner child, rather than Women cultivate self-trust and you are able to stand in your worth when you actually start owning your choices rather than having this identity of, oh, I don't know why I keep chasing unavailable men. I don't know why I keep having this happen rather than pause, breathe. What actually is happening? I'm going to do the work to remember my power. And there is no such thing as right or wrong decision, right? What happens for people when without trusting themselves, it's like, oh, am I doing this? Like, I love you, how you just mimicked, right? The child, because that's what it sounds like an adult grown ass yeah. woman, right? Yeah. Am I doing this right? Am I saying the right thing? What if I scare him away rather than this is who I am. This is my truth. And I, I was saying on my class the other night that essentially opening to love is here's who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I'm devoted to. Do you want to join me in this place? Right. Let's see who joins me here rather than I have to go make somebody love me and convince somebody to say that I matter. And you become so magnetic when you're internally sourced. And what's true for me is unhooking from I mean, my God, I was so fucking addicted to comments from men um, and the validation of all about my looks. So that was my hook. Right. I, I only really sought the validation around what I looked like because that was the only way I could feel like I mattered. And the only way for me was doing actually like the the boundary cleanse from that, like taking a period of time where I was not fucking dating, <laughs> like where I actually put a stop and said, go in 
And I think there's a lot of women, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Most people are afraid to even do that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like to take the pause, like you don't have to go on like a five month trip in order to find yourself. It's the deciding that when you wake up in the morning, you're going to go toward yourself first rather than your phone. Right. It's deciding, you know, I was talking to um, a client this week about it's starting to say, I'll let you know in a couple hours when someone asks you something right? Instead of saying yes or no and having your gut reaction, it's, I'll let you know in a couple hours, you can actually pause to find out what's real and true for you, right? And you say it all the time, we have to slow down and what's self-affirmation, right? Or self-recognition is you do have to say, it's not only affirmations, but self-talk actually freaking works, how you talk to yourself makes a huge difference. And then it becomes the kinds of people that you want to surround yourself with. And then you can actually receive it. Right. Because I love, you keep saying you can get all the phrasing in the world, but it'll never touch you. But then when it actually is the core group of people that really see you and love you, you'll be able to let it in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And when you, when you can actually like, build that reservoir of learning, like learning how to validate yourself and how to like how, one of the things I loved about Mama Gina's work is she, she has her clients on every call and every, every, everything she does. It's in her books as well. Um, Mama Gina, if you don't know her, her, her book is Pussy, a Reclamation. It is life-changing for women about reclaiming your pleasure and how your power is directly connected to your pleasure. But one of the fav- my favorite things that she teaches is called the Holy Trinity. And one of the, I think it's bragging, um, brag intentions and something else. I can't remember. Anyways, look it up. Um, but the brag part, like the, I've taken that and ran with it. And I have my clients constantly practicing, celebrating, bragging, boasting, like, I, because as women, we're taught not to, you know, I remember mm-hmm. a moment with my, my aunt and my mom where I was, I was, I was, it went from a major fear of public speaking to being really good on stage and teaching these programs for this company I was working with. And I shared with them like, yeah, I'm really good. Like I get amazing, you know, afterwards, all the clients are like, wow, you're such an amazing teacher. And I get all these, these accolades or this praise from my, from my clients. And my, my mom didn't, my mom would smiled and was like, that's great. And then my aunt was like, well, you're sure high on yourself. And I, and I, or, or you're, no, you're not high on yourself. She said, well, you're sure, you're sure of yourself or something like that. But there was a tone yeah. of like, wow, that's, that's not okay to be that way. And as women, we've been taught to really dim that down and, you know, learning how to brag and celebrate how far we've come. And so, I mean, the small steps, the big steps, I always say to my clients, like every tiny micro movement you do differently needs to be celebrated. Yes. Like you, and often they'll get on a call and they'll be like, well, my celebration is really small. And they give it a grade, like this one's small versus this one's massive. It's like, you don't have to, you know, leave your husband and move to Turkey in order to be um, worthy of a celebration. You are worthy of a celebration, even if you, you know, you, you, your tendency is to say yes to everything. And you paused for a second, you had a no in your body and you just said, thank you for the invitation, but it's a no for me. That's a huge win. And, you know, if you, if you think about a boat, like if a boat turns, it's, it, it turns, it's, um, it shifts its course one degree, 
my mentor used to use this metaphor. I love it. If you shift one degree, you could end up on a completely different continent. Like every tiny micro step matters and counts and celebrating ourselves like validation for men is because we, we, we don't validate ourselves. So if you're addicted to dating, because a lot of women who are stuck in the foop of being of, of chasing validation from men are addicted to dating. So if you're addicted to online dating or you're addicted to checking your messages, you're addicted take a pause and date yourself, do 30 days, 30 days. I mean, start with one day of 30 days feels too hard. Like you feel what feels best for you, but take a pause and date yourself. And like, what if you like at the end of every day were to, to actually spend some time closing your eyes and feeling into what am I celebrating today? What did I do differently today? That's not for my inner child. That's not for my saboteur. That's not pattern driven. You know, it, that's not the same thing I would normally do. Like a guy asks you out who you actually feel aligned with. Oh, okay. I just told you to stop dating. And now I'm talking about a guy. This, these are separate, <laughs> but, but let's say if you are dating and someone asks you out that normally you'd be like, Oh, he's not my type quote unquote, but you felt good having a conversation with him saying yes to that. That's a step. Like ev- there's so many, yeah. so many micro moments that need to be celebrated and so many massive moments that need to be celebrated that don't get celebrated because women are so like oh yeah it's no big deal oh like even if their friends are celebrating them they're downplaying it we've been taught to downplay ourselves but your power lives in you fucking owning how amazing you are and how great you are and if you want to stop chasing validation build this muscle build this muscle actually seeing yourself through the lens of how great you actually are and what are all the amazing things that you have done for yourself how have you spoken up for yourself how have you cared for yourself how have you showed up differently how have you shifted from listening to this podcast i love that you just brought this in because that piece was huge for me and you know this this was so freaking hard for me and this is one of my favorite things about doing the podcast with you and how we do this for each other and i'm thinking about clearly all of the chasing validation is from not fucking feeling enough. Like that is the main problem with all of this and lack, right? So if I'm not enough, I'm in lack and now I'm in fear and there's only enough. There's only a small limited amount of love that can go around. And that's, what's rooted also in the not celebrating right? It's not only that women are taught to dim their light. It's like my joy takes away from someone else's joy, or I can't be too happy because then I might make somebody else uncomfortable Mm -hmm. rather than just owning our place in the world. And this is how you internally source self-worth. You own who you are. And then my God, I'm sure you can feel it as you're listening to us. Imagine being so filled up. You just wouldn't even have time to chase like that. That would not appeal to you to be running around trying to convince somebody to love you when you are so full of yourself and whole and complete on your own. And knowing what makes you happy is probably the most important component of discovering who you are, right? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? And if you can't answer those things, what the hell are you doing dating? And there's a difference between dating so that I'm on the hunt for a freaking partner and dating and actually learning about yourself. Wow. I did actually really like that, or I liked the way that felt, or I liked that person, or I liked 
um, that restaurant that we went to, right? Like use, you can use everything as explorations and discovery and you can do it from a non-judgmental place. Like instead of like, wow, I really don't know who I am. You can just start with, wow, I'm going to walk through the world today and pay attention to what I'm actually drawn to, whether it's a, a, a food I like to eat or a piece of clothing I want to wear, or the jewelry I like, rather than, oh, she's doing it that way. So I should too, right? It becomes, how do we all celebrate our own unique brilliance and beauty? And that's what gets missed when we're chasing validation. And you and I rant about this all the time about what's happening. Like every woman looks exactly the same thanks to plastic surgery um, right now, but you are enough. You are beautiful. You are worthy. And this is the work. And just like Kate said, it actually is daily practice, right? What can you celebrate today? And you're going to feel really uncomfortable doing this. I certainly did when I started this practice, but that's the conditioning, right? That discomfort does not mean that you should stop doing it. It's, it's uncomfortable because it's a brand new practice and skill. And I promise you it gets easier and easier and easier. And I promise you, you can get off this freaking hamster wheel of chasing validation and come home to yourself and internally source your truth and your worth and your power. Yes. Yeah. And if you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. So it's a good thing. Like just welcome, do your, like a practice is to welcome all feelings and to stop thinking of them as good and bad. Or like, these are my, those are the good feelings, positive feelings and negative feelings. Like there's no such thing. Feelings are feelings. A little kid's not like, okay, sadness, not going to go there because that's a bad feeling. Little kids just feel the whole freaking range, even rage. Like they can go cray cray and feel all the feelings, but there's no story attached. So welcome your feelings. If you're feeling uncomfortable, it's like, okay, I'm a little bit uncomfortable doing this, but I'm actually going to do it. You just need to build the muscle to teach yourself. Like if you lift a weight for the first time, you've never lifted anything with your left arm. It's going to take a while for your left arm to feel like, oh, actually I can do this. So consistency is so important and when you're chasing validation you can't actually let love in when you get it like you're not gonna fully let love in I chased constantly like okay this guy's the one that's gonna like be my prince charming and I'm gonna live happily ever after and here it is and oh yeah he he loves me and da 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 but then I I couldn't actually ever let the love in. And then inside of no matter what the relationship looked like, whether it was one of the toxic ones or one of the, you know, really good guys and really like healthy relationship, no matter what, I never actually fully felt loved because it was, it was a bottomless pit on the inside. So that's why it's so important to build these muscles. And if you're new to the podcast, go back to the beginning and start at the beginning because we teach how to do this in 10 million different ways. Um, but another thing to, to remember is like our, our, when you're in saboteur, the, the, which is really your conditioned self, yourself that was conditioned by when you're in saboteur and you're in your, when you're in your conditioned self, the, the, the part of you that was conditioned by society, by your family system, by your, your social circles, by your school system, by everything that influenced you in your life influences your saboteur. And when you're dating from 
it's not even dating when you're living from your saboteur your whole life is about what your life looks like so if you're saying things like oh i'm not where i should be i'm at a certain age and i should be in a relationship i should be married i should be further along with my money i should be further along in my career i should 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 should, should. i should i should be 10 pounds lighter or 20 pounds lighter i should be i should own a house by now i should have this i should have that that is your saboteur Right. And so when you are focused on what your life looks like, you're going to be trapped in the external validation world, because guess what? The all of yes. those shoulds are not for you. Oh, I should get married. OK, even though I don't really I mean, all the clients I've worked with, I know I've said this so many times, but it's like wild how many women knew on their wedding day it wasn't aligned, but did it anyways. And I got to go through with this because I don't want to hurt him or because I'm 35 or because this or because that. When that part of you is leading, is not going to go well <laughs> because all of this should, my life should look like is all about external validation. So other people think that I'm good enough. So other people think that I'm successful, that I matter, that I'm enough, that I'm worthy so that they don't find out that underneath I'm actually not. So it's like trying to keep up with the Joneses, keep up the facade of how my life is. You know, how many women are inside of a painful horrible marriage, but they're just keeping the outside looking really nice so that nobody knows what's actually happening on the inside. This is your saboteur. This is your conditioned self. What matters, the only thing that matters is how you feel. Nothing else fucking matters. The only thing that matters is how you feel. Does this feel good? Do you feel turned on? Do you feel lit up? Do you feel, do you like, paying attention to your feelings and paying attention to what your desires are. And I mean, I'm sitting here um, in Corti, this place called the Corti Estate. You can look it up online if you want. This is where I host the immersion and it's so expansive and so beautiful on the island of Corfu in Greece. And I've designed this life and then following, I'm in Greece for two months, following Greece, I'm going to Costa Rica for indefinitely, California briefly to visit my family. And I'm just like, I've designed this life that feels good. And so people reach out and they're like, hey, like, wow, you're so lucky that your life is like that. And I'm like, I'm not lucky. I designed my life this way. I, I did a lot of excavating of all the crap that had me believing it wasn't possible. And here I am doing it. And I'm surrounded by other women who are living life what, in a way that feels good for them too. When you feel good about your life, you stop giving a shit so much about what other people think. In fact, I really, I mean, of course there's fleeting moments where Regina, my saboteur, hijacks me and I care what other people think. But for the most part, I'm just like trailblazing, like I'm just clearing the way, clearing out all the crap. Vancouver does not feel aligned. I felt that way for a very long time. And now I've created a life where I'm not living there right now. And it feels so good. Will I go back there? Of course, but it's, it feels so good to be where I feel aligned. And, you know, at this retreat, I, I'm on retreat right now, my friend's retreat. And at this retreat, we're doing this. I said this to you the other day, but you, you mentioned the phone earlier. We're doing this practice of not touching our phones till after 12 p.m. And it's changed my life because the phone is, it doesn't matter how conscious you are, how self-aware you are, how much work you've done on yourself. The phone is highly addictive and it's designed to be that way. It's like gambling. It activates the same parts of your brain as gambling. And for Ever. I've been trying to like, I put it in a box, I lock it, I turn it out. Like it, I do all the things to, to shift that. 
But this mirror practice, so I encourage everyone to try this if you feel called. Um, because again, the phone is chasing validation. You pick up your phone, especially like you have online dating apps on there, you're probably getting a whole bunch of messages from guys. You go to Instagram, you're probably getting a whole bunch of messages there. You go to all these things and you're instantly in everybody's world but your own. So to build that well within, we're, we're, the coolest thing that I've experienced is we're not on our phones till noon. And then afternoon, I don't want to be on my phone because at that point, I'm so connected right. to myself. I've been doing meditation and movement and writing and, you know, pulling tarot cards and having epic conversations and laughing. And I'm so in my body and in the moment and in bliss. The last thing I want to do is look at my phone. Like, and then I have to check yeah. it because my clients and stuff. And so I do that later in the afternoon. And I like, I feel nauseous after a, like maybe 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, I just don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah. So like, that's another just tool to, to, if you don't touch it before noon, it's so much easier because you've built the reservoir within you. Yes. I love that. And I so love, and I, I imagine so many people can feel that, what in the name, in the name of life is not about what it looks like, right? People can be in the most beautiful space and still feel empty, right? Like we just keep saying the same thing again and again in this episode. And I loved your metaphor earlier about it just moves through, right? It doesn't actually land and rest a compliment, a joy, love. It just goes right through, which is what sets in motion the need for it again, yeah. right? And send, setting off the dopamine hit that your brain is designed to do. And so that's why it's not like I've been saying to people, self-care is not just this like fad, like cool thing to do. Like it actually changes your freaking life. Like healing changes your life. Your practice of putting the phone away changes your life. I don't have it not until 12, but I'm, my current practice is an hour that I don't look at it for an hour after I wake up because it is, you do have to decide you're going to rewire your whole system, right. And break free from the conditioning actually takes work and time. And you then can internally source so that running around for validation stops right? We live in a world that wants women to freaking hate themselves because it profits off of that. And so we, and I just keep coming back and I've said this a hundred times too, like it isn't that you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else, right? When you let yourself actually be loved, like I really want to keep bringing home why sisterhood is so important. You don't need 5,000 friends but five friends who really get you and who will remind you who you are when you forget and who do celebrate you and support you and believe in you, that will freaking change your life more than a good morning text every fucking once in a while <laughs> that you are chasing, right? We need to have those we, the well of self inside that's filled up by you and what I call a wide base of support. So many people, rather than what's also fueling the chasing validation is we haven't nurtured relationships at all in our life and we need the one romantic fairy tale to provide everything for us and you will be disappointed over and over and over again by that. Yeah. And so 
you can learn to stop chasing validation from men. It all starts with learning how to affirm yourself, celebrate yourself, believe in yourself and make it matter to be surrounded by people who deeply love and care about you and learning, letting it in, you know, in the trauma resolution world, we say 5% at a time, like 5%. Can I let in this compliment? Just 5%. I don't have to try to let it all the way in when maybe I've been not practicing that, but 5% at a time, right? Or maybe for you, it's five, I'm going to look at the phone just 15 minutes after I wake up, right? Like you can start anywhere and then celebrating that and all of the practice build, build on the next. And you know, Kate, and I say it to all of you over and over again, Kate and I are well over 10 years now at, in this work and in our own healing journey. And so please know that when you're listening to us. Like we're well, a decade, over a decade of, of work at this point. And that's, that's the magic. And we still have our practices. We now don't just live like resting on, you know, the 10 years. We decide every single day what matters to us. And we decide every single day to make our relationships. You know, that's the thing I actually, you and I have been talking about this. I, I, everyone keeps commenting about like, you've been in Charlotte for a year. How do you all of a sudden have so many friends? Like I actually prioritize relationships in my life because I know I, I'm not okay without that. And I don't expect my husband to freaking be my everything. That's crazy. Just like it's crazy to act like you are only valuable or only worthy or you only matter if you have a boyfriend. That's crazy to imagine that that is the truth. You are already enough. You already worthy and you absolutely matter. And the fastest path to like believing in yourself is actually just acting like you matter. Start today because you do like you do. And, and the, the, like, if you, if you have this, if you're holding on, if there's somewhere in your being, even a morsel of you, that's like, Oh, I'll feel happier when I have a partner, when I find a lover, when I find a guy who loves and adores me that's a, that's a, that's a little flag. Like do take these steps to date yourself, to surround yourself with epic women. When you like the, the whole sisterhood thing, like when you're around women, you just feel amazing to be around. You believe more in yourself. You feel so yes. seen, you feel so held, so loved. Like that's how I feel at this, well, with every woman in my life, but at this retreat that I'm at, we all just see each other so deeply and we're, we're, we're honoring each other. We're all having breakthroughs and breakdowns. And, and, you know, I'm 15 years into this journey and I have breakdowns and breakthroughs every day at this retreat. And it's so beautiful. Like the work, the unfolding of who you are is never ending, but when you surround yourself with the high caliber of women who you feel amazing to be around, inspired by who are maybe like representing something you're ready to embody, who are supportive and loving and, you know, vulnerable and real and all of that, like that, what it does is it raises your frequency for what you'll tolerate in relationships. So yes. you can't be surrounded by an amazing group of women and then go on a date and have a guy like be aloof and avoidant, not fully see you and feel, it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel so incongruent. Cause you're used to feeling amazing. Right. So, you know, continuously, not just with people, but with places and experiences and things you say yes to and new things you try and like getting to know your desires and, 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 you know, getting to know like, where are my curiosities? Oh, I'm going to, you know, try that dance class. or I'm going to go to that place. Like the more you do that, the more you expand what feels good to you, 
Yes. You'll know when something feels off or when something feels horrible. Like it'll start to feel horrible to be around that toxic mm-hmm. avoidant guy that used to feel good to be around. Yes, yes, yes. That's the most important thing with it. You literally just won't tolerate bullshit. (laughs) Like, like, just like it will not occur to you to try and get somebody to love you. Who's not interested. It will no longer occur to you to give a shit about whether or not you give a text back when you are full and connected to yourself. That's the magic Right. And you keep thinking as about with regards to tolerating, like water seeks its own level, right? Like that, that's the truth. So when, what little ways can you decide you'll practice today to get off the hamster wheel, to come home to yourself, to find what makes you happy and to keep nurturing. And I love that you just said that it's over and over and over again. It's not, oh, I know who I am and now I'm all set. Right. I'm constantly discovering too, but guess where you're not going to find who you are right in a good morning text on a dating app on the amount of likes you get on Instagram or getting the person that you're chasing to finally change their mind. That is not where the soul of who you are is going to be found. No. So that's it for me. Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Just take steps that you can be proud of and celebrate. Like, you know, do the phone thing and celebrate it. Do say no to a a guy that doesn't feel good in your body, but your mind tells you, oh, if I was in in a relationship with him, like if I could get him, then I'd be good enough or whatever whatever the thing is. Like those steps, the celebration and bragging that we talked about, take steps that you can celebrate. Actually do it, just do it. (laughs) And every Every step that's in the opposition, like if you've got a pattern where you know you always do this thing, do the opposite. Like that's playing with the energy of the opposite is such a great practice because then you'll find your that healthy balance in the middle when you practice just doing the opposite of what you would normally do. And have fun, validating have fun. Yourself, celebrating yourself. And watch Mama Gina. You watched her some YouTube videos. She's just like so spicy and fiery and and uh, yeah, she's, she's really uh, symbolic of self-validation and yeah, she's such a great um, model. So go look her up on YouTube. We love you and send good vibes for us to get Mama Gina on this podcast. Yeah. If you know Mama Gina, give us a call. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we love love you and you know what to do. If you loved this episode, share with the woman who needs it and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.